I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome back to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. I am Cliff. Hello, Brett. Are you called Brett this week? No, I'm Mungo Jerry this week. Okay, well, I know why. So, hello, Mungo. Hello. Uh, what have you had for dinner? Well, I haven't had any dinner, actually. I made, uh, I've had, uh, for earlier, I had beef burgers, bird's eye beef burgers. Oh, really? Very nice, yeah. Uh-huh. But I haven't had anything. That was, that was earlier today. What about you? What have you scoffed? Today, I have had uh, some kind of cereal with a little bit of chocolate in. Uh-huh. Why not? Um, Why not? What else have I had? Uh, then I went to a thing with work and I got a, a spread put on, so I had all kinds of stuff there. That was nice. Ooh, and, nice. Uh, since I've come home, I've had a Kinder Egg. They're uh-huh. different. They're different They're now, there. aren't they? I, I can't remember the last time I bought a, a Kinder Egg. I, I like the toy. I used to just buy it for the toy anyway. Well, you'll be all right for did. that, but if you like the egg, you, uh-huh. uh, you'll be... <laughs> very upset because <laughs> it doesn't come in an egg anymore. <laughs> well, there's no chocolate there. The packaging is egg shaped, but when uh-huh. you open it, it's like two halves. One half, right. one half of the egg houses the toy. Yeah, you peel the top off, toy inside, uh-huh. or parts uh-huh. of a toy if it's one of those ones. Other yeah. half, you peel it off, and it's like a chocolatey dip. Well, that's awful. I don't like that idea. That, that was going to be me. I have spoiler. That was going to be a question, actually. Can you still choke on the small parts of those toys? Do you think? Of course you can. Yeah. In I fact, think that's why they put them in. Isn't it? I think it's de rigueur. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. It's definitely true. Uh, but you've moved. What you have done is moved to a new location, haven't you? I am like in a new location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is the one before 507, so I'm in <laughs> number 506. I, uh-huh. I've had one one hell of a week, man, um, <laughs> moving. And I don't know, it's just mad. Like, we've got it's just hard work, and also I employed like a squad of men to do it, and it's uh-huh. still been hard work. Um, did you have like, to talk to them? Yes, and also like. I don't want to, but also there's like a bit of a language barrier. So there's normally a bit of lost in translation between them and me and me and them um, mm-hmm. and Jane and them. 
uh, Jen and me, me and Jen. No, um, it's always like, um, <laughs> like it's difficult. It's stressful, isn't it? So uh, it is, we've, it is we've not really, we've been all right. We've kept calm with each other and all of that. Well, I know it can mm-hmm. be easy to kind of bicker in these situations, but uh, yeah, we we've kept calm with each other and pleasant with each other because I mean, if we didn't. If mm-hmm. you lose it with each other, then you've lost it, haven't you? Because everything uh, else yeah. is so stressful. You can't let it get to that point. So no. we did a good job of like trying to keep a cool head amongst it all. But honestly, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you try and plan it all, but there's so much stuff you've got to do. And there's more stuff to do here than there is in England. I've moved like lots of times in England. It's normally yeah. a case of just like handing a key back and settling your bill and, and moving on. Uh-huh. Um but here there's all kinds of stuff so it's not all over it's already like three days in the making this move um, (laughs) well good luck i mean the good thing for me is that like behind you there's a a building that looks like Grildor's a cosmic key off the masters of the universe film so i like looking at that if you move your head all right that's exactly what it looks like from where i am anyway it doesn't have the big lights shining up Uh uh-huh that's what it is. Grilled That's the uh, Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world. That's the light coming off the top of that. Yeah. All right. So behind, you can see the building. The lights are coming from uh-huh. behind it. So the light is coming from the yeah that building behind there. So oh, I nice. don't live far from there, but like I don't uh-huh. have a view or anything. Actually, I tell a lie. I've just realised that's the wrong direction. Is it? Just well, it looks- that's the light from a, just a building in the back. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the light from Gruldor's cosmic. Yeah, in fact, it probably it more likely to be that. Yeah, it definitely is. Aye, uh, but that that's nice. I like I like your surroundings. It's it's good for me. There's, there seems to be somebody in an apartment from my right, your left, just behind you. Seems to be having a bit of a rave. Uh, no, I think on. they're signalling in some distress. <laughs> uh, what and you're just you're just ignoring them are you well i hadn't noticed it i'm oblivious to things like this because i don't want to get involved um, uh, no what it is is it's morse code is it it's the indian festival of diwali the festival right. of lights so all right there's lots of indian people live in this uh community where i live so there's lots of lights uh on uh-huh. well i mean I'm, I'm actually i'm surprised you can only see one flashing i can only see one there's, yeah there's loads uh, let's see. That's nice. There you go. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah, it's better. Oh, oh how like bonny. It. it is. It's like oh, Blackpool nice. Illuminations. <laughs> it is. <laughs> did you, did your mom used to say that when you used to keep the lights on? Of course, yeah. yeah everyone's <laughs> one, mom. One light on. <laughs> one light. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's option for lots of lights, is there? <laughs> no, really no. Every room has one, one light. light. It's like Blackpool uh, Illuminations in here. Yeah, <laughs> one light on. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that like I like that <laughs> so that's what so, I've been up to a move um, good sounds stressful but you know it's stressful but the, the new time. new place is very nice mm-hmm. we've handed back the keys and stuff for the old place and hopefully we'll get our deposits and all of that shite back uh, mm-hmm. and I can re-energise the coffers because they are empty Right now, yeah, which like everybody, <laughs> I think, man. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Everybody. While you've been doing that, I've just been listening to Sunland play on the radio because I refuse to watch them. Obviously, um, we'll not mention the FA Cup result on Saturday, or we might actually later. But the one I want to talk about is Tuesday 
in the newly uh, named Papa John's Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> is it some kind of like it's... voodoo trophy? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like that James Bond film, isn't it? <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, we we'll played Fleetwood Town. Oh, Fleetwood Town. Obviously got beat. No, that that was Saturday. That oh. the FA Cup was Mansfield. Okay, Saturday, so we're out. This was, two this was Tuesday. We played some four days. Same. I thought uh, we went out. We got beat by Fleetwood, didn't we? Yeah, we got beat. But that that wasn't a, the bad thing. What the the bad thing was? Every, every single time Fleetwood scored, they scored twice. They played the the theme from Captain Pugwash when they scored. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called the fishermen or some shite like that? There must be or something. Uh, I don't know what they're called. But I mean, oh, where? Is Joey Barton still the manager? Isn't it? <laughs> he is. is he still? I bet he was doing a little a little sea shanty stroke. Yeah, he'd be loving he it. He'd be absolutely <laughs> loving it. He right. really needs to get over that he used to play for Newcastle. He doesn't like so he, <laughs> he really needs to get a life that man. Doesn't he? What happened when That's he punched that Barnsley manager? Did he just get a, get a fine or something? Well, what happened when he put that to go out on that kid's face? I think he went to jail for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I think so. That what? one. And so um, this is funny. So um, the other day, you know, if you Google like a football team uh-huh. and Google brings you back like a list of their players, like on a scroller. So you can have right, a list yeah. of, like the faces of the players for that team. I think I Googled, yeah. like, Everton 2005 team. Don't ask us why, but I was Googling uh-huh. that shit. I, okay. Maybe you're not 2005, but whatever. And it came back with, like, the names of the players. Michael Ball, the player, not the... Not, not the singer. Um, <laughs> well, Leon Osman, he was probably there. Mm-hmm. Whoever. And then it brought back a big... Graveson. Uh, Graveson. Lee uh-huh. Carsley. <laughs> be honest, I'm saying Everton. But Uzaman Darbo, did he play for Everton as well as Man City? I feel like he did, but maybe he didn't. He, he might have done. Um, anyway, whichever team it was, it brought back a picture of Uzaman Darbo, but it brought back the picture of his mm-hmm. face after it was beaten up by Joey Barton. <laughs> not, not his usual, <laughs> like, not his Panini sticker face, but the one that the police took uh-huh. of him after being battered. That was the picture that Google has as a reference <laughs> of him. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure that's I'll, not how we would like I'll to be remembered. I'll say something controversial, but which you, which you might uh, need to cut out. But uh, did did Johnny wife, uh, Johnny Depp's wife, take uh, that on board? Did you? Did you, <laughs> did you copy that? <laughs> I think. Uh, I think she might have. I think Johnny Depp and his wife. I'm not condoning. He obviously been uh, civilly found guilty of being a wife beater. Um, I'm certainly not going to do anything like that. But I think no. those two are a bad couple. Yeah, I think they're bad news, aren't they? Those two? They are bad news. Johnny Depp, definitely bad I, news. I know you like Johnny Depp. Johnny mm-hmm. Depp, I think, uh, needs to start acting his age. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he will. You never know, do you? He's like wasted all his money, hasn't he? Like on rubbish. Yeah, he just he spends it on, on just anything, stuff. doesn't he? And dogs, Yorkshire Terriers. <laughs> not even allowed in Australia. What kind of Yorkshire Terrier is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why don't they let the Yorkshire Terriers in in Australia? I don't get that. So like. Sunderland got beat off uh, the Shrimpers. I'm going to say they're called that. I'm not sure. Um, on Tuesday, 
But the defeat of Mansfield, I mean, you couldn't get more Sunderland than that, could you? <laughs> no. Haven't won a game since March. They didn't have mm-hmm. a manager. They're bottom of the league below us. Yeah, the manager mm-hmm. beat us 1-0 at home for us to go out of the first round of the FA Cup. I mean, how sad is that? That's <laughs> a disgrace. <laughs> An absolute disgrace. And then Nigel Clough got shit. the job a day later. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting in the stands, I think, watching the game. So it was probably Nigel Clough that put the heebie-jeebies on one. What or a it could have been Danny Gray. Well, we right. managed to miss, despite the ball being more in the goal before he touched it. <laughs> it was reminiscent of John Fashion used miss on uh, European club soccer that we did on uh, <laughs> Did exactly the same thing. The ball was under the bar. It was like on its way in. He headed it and it managed uh-huh. to like hit the hit the bar and go out. It was del- he's deliberately trying to miss, isn't he? The defender That's- couldn't have done that. It wouldn't have done that. It yeah. would have gone in. Anyway, it would definitely work. That's, that's enough of that. That's enough of that nonsense. I know. That's so, in, to brighten our lives up, we decided to watch um, Wizbit, a nineteen eighty six yeah. children's TV show by uh-huh. the one, the only Magic Man, Paul Daniels. That's the guy. That's the guy. Now, I mean, we all know Paul Daniels, don't we? But you know a little bit more intimately than the rest of us. <laughs> yes. I uh, shared a tender moment with him. Um, uh, you did, yes. So I, not, I, I, I was just to tell the story. I, as a joke, I was just oh, have I ever told you about that time with Paul Daniels for like about 10 years? I used to yeah, say that every I think time. It was one of the first things that you said when I met you. Yeah, actually. I don't think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're making it up? I think I've semi-made it up that I was on have stage you? with him. Uh, I'm harking back because I think the punchline... It was like, oh, I don't know, I was six. What did he do? Oh, I don't know, uh-huh. just smash me watch up or something. I always just thought yeah. that was funny by it being saying that you would smash a child's watch smash up. Smash up your Casio. <laughs> 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 what was that one with the uh, the two heads? Like the man's head, can you remember? <laughs> the head fit, like the, the, talking about, this is, I got the wrong word there. I was trying to fix a clock and when we uh-huh. moved and I was Googling um, how to fix a clock with loose arms, but it's hands, isn't it? Like <laughs> <laughs> loose arms. <laughs> uh, it's definitely hands like I couldn't remember what it hands. was. I almost with loose loose arms. Loose arms. <laughs> like, if you've got the loose arms, <laughs> is that what it is? I fixed it anyway. <laughs> so this this Paul Daniels story that you've told me and that you've like mentioned I've at any opportunity I've definitely is made seen up. him. I've definitely seen him live a few times. Like me Nana definitely took us to see him at the Sunland Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think I might have seen him at the Newcastle, I don't know what it would have been. I was gonna say Odeon, but that's not right. I think I might have seen him yeah. in Newcastle as well, anyway. Um mm-hmm. He definitely read me name out and wish his happy birthday. But I think when I said I got on stage with him after that, I think it was a lie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he definitely okay. said me name. I remember really, really wanting to go on stage. Um, but I don't think it happened. Uh, uh-huh. But also when I was a kid, so I'm called Paul and my, my brother's called Daniel. And, and Paul Daniels was massive. So I used to always think that that was good. I was Paul, he was Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was good. What, what do you think of Paul Daniels? Do you, um, do you like him now? He's dead, isn't he? So I'm free to say what I like. Um, <laughs> well, we, we don't speak all of the dead, though, do we? 
No, I mean, I think he's an evil warlock. But well, other I mean, than that, uh, I think... I mean, he is one of the very few entertainers we can actually talk about. So, <laughs> I mean, that, there and, you go. And he, and he must have been okay, because otherwise it would have come out by now, wouldn't it? Aye, I, I think Debbie would have... I think he was a one-woman one man? Yeah, definitely, aye. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Although all, I was all reading, Mr. Daniels. I was reading it. He's uh, a part in, on Wikipedia. It says that he bedded over three hundred women. Really? So. <laughs> he's married to Dav- uh, married. He was married to Debbie Daniels for a long time. Uh, he was. It must be in his youth. But you know, all I mean, he's from Middlesbrough. He? he also had more than three hundred assistants. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Exactly. That's all you need, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you quite fancy when you were younger, uh, Debbie McGee? I mean, I would have because I was a young man and she was a woman, so I would have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's not really attractive, is she? She's very timid, isn't she? Very I've, submissive. I, I think um, towards the end of this first episode of Wisbet, I was a little bit uncomfortable with uh, Paul and Debbie's <laughs> yeah, uh, interactions. I was. <laughs> Especially as he, he magic the carrot that looked rather like a phallus. While he was waving, <laughs> waving his finger in her face. Yeah. Yeah, you can have that. I think she was uh, the submissive one of the relationship. I think she was. He was the boss, wasn't he? He was definitely the boss. I mean, you've got so to be anyway, submissive, haven't you? Because you've got to acquiesce to being sawn well, in got, half every night. You've got, exactly, you've got to be sawn up. So I think, yeah, I think I quite fancy Debbie McGee as well. I mean, she was always in skimpy outfits, so... I mean, what are you going to do? Of course you're going to fancy her. <laughs> but how old was she then? Like, Because mm-hmm. I feel like watching it now, she looks quite old, but... Uh, not old, but... Yeah, I don't know Not the kind that. of uh, infatuation a 10-year-old boy should have, that's for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I, I think, yeah, you know, that's... That. I think we haven't talked about that before, where in the past, people of a certain age looked... Older than the word, I think. Absolutely, before, uh, there's a great I? Twitter account called Eighties Footballers Aging Badly," uh, <laughs> which is just—it's just incredible. They were having a World Cup of old-looking footballers from the eighties. Uh, yeah, it's just—it's brilliant. What? How uh-huh. do these guys look so old? I don't understand. It's I not don't know. just because people lads wear moisturizer now. It's not just because. Well, I don't. Hang on, I do not wear moisturizer. No, but you look ancient. <laughs> I wear blusher, you know, makeup, and I'm all just that wearing kind of a stuff. mask of my younger self. <laughs> yeah, I have a tattoo of my younger self tattooed on my face, <laughs> like the opposite of those Phil Collins albums when he brought out the remasters and he put his old face on the cover instead of his young face. <laughs> <laughs> so it always goes back to Phil Collins, are you? Doesn't always it? goes always. back to Phil Collins's face. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Wisbit, what's it about, Cliff? Um, well, before we say that, did you watch it when you were a kid? Definitely watched it as a kid. What Definitely. Did, what did you think of it? Or what can you remember thinking of it? And uh, did you like it and all that? I thought it was absolutely class as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's always stuck in, in my memory. I mean, uh, we watched it on YouTube and it was like, uh, it was... The BBC sort of children's program yeah. kind of hour that yeah. was on YouTube. It was absolutely class, yeah. and I, I, we probably watched it at that time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're yeah, we would have watched the stuff but, around it. 
four or five, but I can still remember watching it, and I, right. I thought it was amazing as a kid. Schofield was, really, was presenting really that uh, children's BBC, wasn't he? He was, uh huh. And the other thing that was on at the start, which I think it might be Jack and Ori, was uh, was Rick Mail, and he was reading yeah. George's Marvelous yeah, yeah. Medicine. I completely forgot about that, but I I loved that as a kid. That was absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. So I'm not to, sure about that, that story. I never really liked it, but uh, Rick Mail reading that like amazing. Yeah, I kept watching perfect. that instead of fast forwarding it. It was great. I know. Yeah, he's perfect <laughs> for that, isn't he? Yeah, Rick Mail. Perfect. Yeah, I know he did more, didn't he? Like he, he was a regular on that. I think. Uh, uh like throughout the years. R.I.P. Rick Mail. Great. Brilliant yeah, performer, class. Um, uh, but yeah, so Wizard comes on, and um, I don't think. I mean, what I'll say now is, I remember loving it. I remember. I think everybody who knows what it is will remember the theme tune, because that uh-huh. was like a big part of it. Like we said before, kids' TV theme tunes are good. So it's ha ha yeah. this way, ha ha that way, ha ha this mm-hmm. way, my oh my, that. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of remembers that Based on a Lead Belly song apparently Weird, <laughs> really weird yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that and I would I've never been un- that unable video. to find the Lead Belly song That it's based on <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not sure that that's actually I mean, true. Presumably the actual Lead Belly song Is about murdering Some done gone bad Done god bad lady <laughs> 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 Who done Probably, gone yeah. Done him wrong um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, quite a stretch to then repurpose that song, whatever it is, for a children's uh-huh. TV show about magic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> So I remember it being a magic. I remember it being a Paul Daniels thing. I remember it taking place in like this town. I remember certain elements of it. Um, but what I can't remember is how nightmarishly horrific it is. And I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's certainly sinister, isn't it? It's I mean, awful. Any anytime, anytime a mine pops up, you know you're in trouble. Well, that's you? what I remember. What as a kid, I remember the mine being on it and and hate. Yeah, the mine and hate. That was. I mean, he probably appears for about thirty <laughs> seconds in each episode, but it was enough uh-huh. for me to be thinking, "Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> hate <Yeah>. that one." <laughs> Plus. Some other characters in there. There's a clown who's called the clown, Awful. which is is pretty sinister. There's a, a green grocer with green hair. Yeah, who well, I, Mr. I don't green, trust. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. There's a, another French mime, I think, isn't there? So, and the other thing is that Wizbit himself has a very sarcastic look on his face throughout, doesn't Whisbet. he? Is the worst, probably the worst children's TV creation of all time. I think after watching this, yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's disgusting, and he's it's a dick. Paul Daniels. It's Paul Daniels' voice, just sped up, isn't it? Well, Paul Daniels could not have more fingers and more pies in this show. <laughs> he's an eagle. <laughs> no, he's... An eagle gone mad. Yes, I think he's, he's retained the rights, hasn't he? Well, uh-huh. Debbie McGee's probably got them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they try to reboot it, I think. And yeah, I think he was going to make a movie of it in 2009. Movie, Surprisingly, yeah. that didn't get off the ground because who on earth wants no. to watch that? It's, no. It would be terrible. It would be awful. I mean, it was nightmarish. And that rabbit as well. He was scary. Yeah, also played by Paul Daniels. So, <laughs> so the show is Paul Daniels is the kind of presenter slash narrator. 
Um, he is playing himself. Uh, yeah. His usual evil warlock guys, where he does uh, he does tricks. <laughs> um, he also yeah. is the proprietor of a playhouse uh, called Paul's <laughs> Playhouse, uh, yeah. which is in Puzzleopolis. Is the name? Yeah. Of it. Fictional, t- obviously a fictional town because everyone in it is <laughs> a fictional character. <laughs> Might not be. You um, never know. And he narrates it. He tells you like what's going on. He introduces the character of Wisbit. This first episode that we've watched basically sets up the story. I mean, or does it? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Wisbit. I mean, he- is a yellow wizard's hat. That, yeah, um, and he just comes out of nowhere and meets the rabbit. Nowhere, comes out the world of WoW, which apparently uh-huh. stands for World of Wizards. So he comes from the planet World of Wizards. Um, yeah. He lands or just appears on whatever outside of Puzzleopolis is, we don't know, but he's outside uh-huh. of the, the city walls. He meets <laughs> a, rabbit, a rabbit, which is another character fit for nightmares. Yeah. Um, He's got Paul Daniels' voice, but slowed down. <laughs> Wizbit, it's got Paul Daniels' voice, but sped up. Yeah. Paul Daniels, as well as narrating and introducing the show and being like a constant cutaway back to him while he does a little trick, sings yeah. the theme tune <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I found really weird, before all this kicks off and before all this like, starts... There's like this weird animation of like, you know, the start of creation and stuff. Terrifying again. You mean the terrifying has, animation. Yeah, <laughs> where it has Paul Daniels' voice really, really, really low. sort of slowed down. <laughs> really yeah. low and, and slowed he's, down. He's talking about primordial soup and things like that. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? The story of creation, but yeah. based on magic. So uh-huh. it's like half actually the story of creation. And uh-huh. it's got like quite, you know what it reminds us of? It's not exactly the same. But you know on Watership Down, that really scary uh-huh. bit at the beginning where the animation is different, where that yeah. uh-huh. turns into the hare who gets hunted by whatever. Reminds us of yeah. that in tone because you've got Paul Daniels going, hello, welcome to Paul's Playhouse. I'm going to take you into Puzzleopolis. But first, uh-huh. and then there's this really scary, dark <laughs> introduction with yeah. his voice slowed down, but still with his, like, whatever, his Scarborough accent or wherever he's from, all over. But he's uh, from the borough, man. Oh, uh, Millsborough, is he? Okay. Aye. Um, still with his North Yorkshire accent, although it would have been Teesside at the time. Um, did, like, telling this story about creation... It's got a really terrifying, like, baby image in it. Then a scary, yeah. like, face. As, <laughs> and, then, and then fear creeps in. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, why is this made it into the beginning of the show? It's insane, isn't it? I, I would no say idea. that this 25 minutes of television mm-hmm. is one of the most confusing 25 minutes I've ever seen. It is incredibly confusing. Now, do you blame... Um, our friend for that, the magician, or do you blame the uh, creator of the show, who's Mungo Jerry's record <laughs> producer? Um, I'll be honest, I don't know how these two are bedfellows. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, Mungo Jerry's record producer get involved with, uh, with this guy? I think oh, because magic. he wanted to learn some bad magic. I think that's what happened. 
<laughs> Do you think that's what it is? Well, surely Paul Daniels must have been uh, like on the underground on the cusp of evil. The, I think on the underground circuit, he would have been hired by like men in high places to come and show them like evil stuff. You know, you like um, on what's that uh, sexy Stanley Kubrick film with Tom Cruise? Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. I think uh-huh. Paul Daniels performed at parties like this. Do you? But I he performed he, well, he could have bad done. magic. I mean, and I think Mungo Jerry's record producer is exactly the type of powerful man that would have uh-huh. been hobnobbing with the likes of your Cyril Smiths, uh, <laughs> your Savills, <laughs> <laughs> these kinds of that, That's quite an accusation, isn't it? Is quite that man still alive, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I've got no idea. But do you, so you think he's a dark wizard rather than a, a white wizard? I think he has. I think he turns that on if the money's right. Ha, hang on, right? Because the only magic that he performs in this program is turning cards into other cards. So um, no, you're wrong. He makes a candle. Oh, have does, a little middle. Just sum up with a candle. With the middle bit of a candle disappears for a bit. <laughs> I I forgot about that bit. I wonder why I forgot about that bit. It's almost like the sword of the woman, isn't it? He messes it up as well. He messes it up. He does. There's a couple of bits when Daniels is doing his lines. He, like, trips over them. So he's Uh doing that. And he has, if I open this top door, there's a candle. Mm -hmm. If I open the bottom door, there's a candle. And then he goes, oh, I've touched the knob on the back. And then he goes, (laughs) he basically, like, reveals the back bit that's not meant to be open, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, you put her fingers. I know. Oh, the only ones I remember is I'm just turning various cards into rabbit cards and stuff like that. That's all he did. But the best thing that he did, right? The best thing that he did was his his a uh, his introduction. That was the best. Yeah. Did you hear what he, he said? You said you said because I did. He, <laughs> you, you did. Um, at the start, he says, "Hello, my little magic ones. <laughs> Come amongst me." <laughs> Come amongst me. Come amongst me. I think that's one of the greatest opening lines ever. I'm going to say that whenever I go into any meeting from now on. (laughs) Hello, me little magic ones. Come amongst us. (laughs) Awful. Rather sinister, I would say. uh, But it it gets a little bit mental after that, doesn't it, though? Um, Because our friend Wizbit meets the rabbit, like we've just talked about. But also in this crazy magical town, there's also an evil wizard who lives on what looks like a fist. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fist in the sky. That's what it is. A fist in the sky. And he all he wants to do is cause trouble. And uh, what he decides to do is pick on the rabbit. (laughs) That's what he says he's going to do. I'm going to pick on the rabbit. Maybe it's because of the rabbit's sinister voice. He gets really excited when he sees the rabbit. <laughs> he does. So he's the bad guy. I think that his main problem is that he's, uh, his cat keeps biting him. I think that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, his cat. I remember being quite scared as a cat as a kid. It's quite an really? evil-looking cat, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite an evil-looking cat. What's what's the cat's name? Uh, Jinx the cat. Jinx, yeah, yeah. Jinx the, cl- the cat. That's what it's called, I and there's there's other characters in there that we've talked about. One by the name of Spoof, <laughs> as well. I think is he the one with a really awful voice? Yeah, uh, m- maybe. maybe. There's two like is, kind of bad clowns. Particularly terrible, isn't 
Uh, uh, he is spoof. I love uh-huh. the name, but I'm very yeah. let down by the character. He's he's really <laughs> yeah. bad. Keeps he makes terrible jokes in a in a really awful voice. <laughs> he's he does say it's it's awful that. So what the rabbit and uh, Wizbit have got to do is solve a riddle to get into the the place. Um, what's the magic place but called I think again? I every episode, forgot. I remember Puzzleopolis. I think every episode yeah. this happens to happen. Somebody has to get in by answering a riddle. They go to the gate and that lady like comes out and goes, answer me this riddle and you will gain entry to Puzzleopolis. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure like the rabbit must go out at the end and come try and get back <laughs> in again. Well, I mean, the rabbit's not very good at riddles, so how did he ever get into the, the place in the first the place? Do you know is, what I mean? Without, he, to be honest, he gets very downhearted very quickly, doesn't he? He does. He does. Did you get the riddle right? No, I, I, did. I, I didn't. I, oh, I did. I didn't get it, and I didn't think about so. it after that. <laughs> it was a rubbish <laughs> riddle anyway. Something about, what What does it, a hungry man... Uh, how many ice creams would a hungry man need to eat before he's not hungry anymore? Before like his that. stomach is no longer empty. That was same it. thing. And the exactly answer the is one thing. because after one, his stomach wouldn't you, be empty you, anymore. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. So the the, the gain entrance into this uh, this magical place, don't they? And uh, the evil is it Professor Doom or something like that? I think it's something. Yeah, it's like, like yep. Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom. That's different. Professor Doom. It's not Doctor Doom. It's Professor Doom. That's what it is. He sends his cat down to sort of cause trouble and annoy the rabbit, doesn't he? And what he does is uh, the cat scares a sponge ball up a ledge. That's what happens for some reason. I've got no idea why that happens, but it it does happen. Mm-hmm. And then all the townspeople sort of they just try to solve the problem of this ball being stuck on a ledge. I mean, what's all that about? <laughs> the baby sponge ball. Yeah. And Wizbit uh, magically sort of makes a ladder of paper and solves the problem. <laughs> really. So <laughs> before we get to this point, um, when the f- when the first gain entry into Puzzleopolis, it's like a, f- a lysergic... Uh, a daydream, isn't it? Like everything starts spinning yeah. around. And there's, it's like, it's, it's awful. It's a crazy scene. <laughs> it's a nightmare. That's what it is. It's it's a complete nightmare. That's what I found. So I thought that bit was like, I don't know. It all everybody's like giggling, like ha ha ha, right up to the camera, and it's like, yeah. and Paul Daniels is going, and there's a wand, and there's a card, and there's a, yeah. basically it. This place consists of everything you would see in a magic trick, but as humans, like humanoid versions of a deck of cards, a magic wand, uh-huh. little balls that you put under cups and move them around. Nobody's <laughs> going to, you're not getting that really, are you? Sponge balls, like nobody's getting what they're meant to be. But also, yeah. then, my artists, um, the lady who does the riddles is like a harlequin kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's a woman who works in a joke shop or a magic shop. Yeah, the uh, green grocer. The green grocer. It really is. It really the is grocer. the stuff of nightmares. I mean, green uh, I'm, got no sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. Me, me father, me dad would have made us switch this off because I'm sure <laughs> yeah. the the the, uh, the theme tune the the song would have annoyed the hell out of them. Yeah, and also two minutes of the show. If uh, yeah, I would, would be like, just annoyed put him. someone else on. <laughs> the greengrocer's got no place in this 
Cliffs. Literally everybody else. Is, literally everybody else is magic based. Well, it's got. We it must have magic here because it's green. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Maybe he stocks magic apples. That's another thing that he could stock. You never know. Oh, I yeah. mean, more likely magic mushrooms given the behaviour. Yeah, the, yeah, probably, yeah. The place. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine still. It is like a bad trip watching this, isn't it? That's that's exactly what. Like. I couldn't it, it reminds it. me of you know an, another thing like these. You know when you're on holiday sometimes and you put the TV on and you see these <laughs> awful Spanish sort of children's well, TV program. As we were talking about the fast show, exactly what they're like. Yeah. Greek, Greek channel, Channel Nine or yeah. whatever it was. It's exactly that. Like this guy. It it's, is like that. It's really poor quality like production value wise <laughs> it's really really bad the gra- i know it's not 96 so we're not expecting uh like avengers or transformers or something like that in terms of cgi or anything but mm-hmm. i think they were trying to push the boundaries with the show like 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 i say i think daniel's ego is out of control and i think he's like <laughs> demanding like you know you need to push it Use the latest technology. Yeah. We need to see this. We need split screens. We need to see things swirling around and flying off. I think yeah. he's like pushing for that, but I don't think the technology is like ready for it. For like, or the budget allows yeah, it. Maybe. So it's, it's it. It looks really poor when you watch it now. Wizbit himself is is awful. Wizbit and the rabbit are, are really yeah. bad. Really, really bad. The, the scary stuff. It, like I say, Wizbit looks like a sarcastic twat. Also, um, Wizbit, we have to mention it. The theme tune at the beginning says, he's a twinkle in his daddy's eye. I know, that's weird, man. And we know who his dad is, don't we? Yeah. Is it, Dan- is it Paul Daniels? Daniels himself, isn't it? Uh, Daniels he's, he's has, has... This hat. He's sired a massive yellow wizard's hat. Who's uh-huh. birthed it? Who's the mother? I wouldn't. I don't know, but uh, I would. you wouldn't know. It's not Debbie Daniels. I'll go it? For Debbie. He would, well, he would say it. Well, it's a he might not want to say it. I mean, Debbie might be a little bit upset about birthing her hat. Well, I think she would be after it was born. I'm, I'm sure. Depends. <laughs> depends which way it came out. I guess head first. <laughs> <laughs> Point first. I mean, Debbie would be no use if it if it came out feet first. No which, use. Which I it? mean, the term wizard sleep <laughs> comes into mind. It certainly does. I think that's where that term. This is where the form. term comes from first, isn't it? Yeah. Because Debbie Daniels birthed Wizbit and thus <laughs> born the the wrong the, way around. Thus born. And can I just say at this point, breach the awful the awful phrase. A wizard's sleeve. I don't like saying it. I don't like picturing mm-hmm. it for sure. Yeah, it's, but it's not. I think we've been quite coarse yeah. for this. But it's what the content demands. So we've had to go. There. <laughs> <laughs> we are slaves. <laughs> slaves to the content. I mean, we only, we say as we say, say as we say it, don't we? That's the yeah. thing. I mean, that's the way that we saw it. I mean, if Mr. Chips well, was to reveal no this over a series of slowly disappearing squares. <laughs> see what you see. Is it Debbie Daniels gaining exactly. a wizard's sleeve by birth and whispered while Paul Daniels looks on aghast? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, 
What a hideous end. What a hideous end of Wisbeth that would be, wouldn't it? I mean, back at the beginning. Hang on, that would be the beginning of Wisbeth. That's maybe... That's that's exactly how uh, Paul Daniels wanted the programme to start, with the birthing of that hat, Yeah, I think. That's, that's <laughs> also, just what he wanted. Does it look like Wizard's hat, does he? Because Wizard's hats are never yellow. No, I was, I was, I didn't, I never knew it was a hat. To be honest, it was only. Oh, does it look like one? Does he? But if you like, realized he was a hat. Read about I thought, it. I thought, I thought it was a traffic cone. <laughs> so I thought he was. <laughs> I thought it was a piece, <laughs> a piece of conical cheese. <laughs> I, I had absolutely no idea because it didn't last for very long, did it? So, and twenty-seven I it episodes over two years, so. It's unclear what Wisbeth's yeah. there for, but he's got a year and a day to do summit <laughs> in Puzzleopolis. Yeah. What is it that he's got to do? A year and a day. He's just like finding out about the you know, stuff. He's got a year and a day to just hang out, out in Puzzleopolis yeah. with all the terrible people that live in it uh-huh. while Professor Doom yeah. and his cat are trying to... It's not to... clear why. Nothing clear in this. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's horrendous. I thoroughly thought it would be good, but it's awful. The tricks aren't good. The magic, yeah, the magic that Wizbit himself does, is more like no, origami. No. It's not magic. Makes a fucking uh-huh. like a ladder out of paper. That's <laughs> and also it wouldn't support his weight. I, know I that. noticed that very very quickly. Cut away <laughs> to the point when he starts yeah. climbing up it. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a good cut. Also, there's a part in this as well where Professor Doom sort of goes into uh, the the town Puzzleville or whatever it's called, <laughs> and uh, he he tries to entice the townspeople like the the Pied Piper and stuff like that. But he's he's foiled by Wizbit, you know, plays the music backwards or whatever. But I'm, uh, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, what? Is the eventual plan here? Is he gonna just like lead them all to their deaths? Well, it's not like clear, what was he? It? What was because he trying to do? He actually he says he's after the rabbit, and then he gets annoyed with Wisby. Yeah, he, it says he's after the, the rabbit. But they're the uh-huh. only two people that don't follow him. Wisbit, it turns out, he's got cotton wool in his ears, which uh-huh. for a start he wouldn't know it was coming. So that means he's well, always yeah. he's always had cotton wool in his ears, which he hasn't because he's been able to hear people before that. So might be no, psychic. No, he says he's got no. It's just it's just a flaw in the story, and and I think Wisbert manages to reverse it before the rabbit gets in because the rabbit's like on his way, I think. But like you say, why is he doing it? He uh-huh. only wants to pick on the rabbit. Why has he got like spoofing those uh-huh. guys? Why is he getting those in a, a different dimension? What's he messing so, with? It? Why isn't he just leave them alone? That's what I want. Just leave them alone. I mean, even if I mean, he just what, went for the rabbit, like I'm not bothered. Like go for the rabbit. He's meant to be a, <laughs> a evil magician, the Wizbit's good magician. But I'm not sure who's uh-huh. the winner in any of this. I don't really get it or agree with it uh-huh. or know why anybody's I doing don't... anything. There's no reason for anybody to do anything in this program. That's true. It's not, do you it? think that uh, there's not? It's completely. It's completely true. Do you think that we'll have the same experience for watch grot bags and emu? Do you think it would be a similar thing? No, I, I hope have, not. I have met those guys. 
Oh, shut up, man. No, you haven't. I have my grub bags. I've got my grub bags. I didn't no, you meet, haven't. I didn't meet no, the man. You would, you would you. be terrified, terrified of grub bags. You would you never are, meet you grub are bags at dead all. right. I had to get somebody else to go <laughs> and get the uh, autograph. But I got grub bags as <laughs> autograph. And I'm pretty, a... I'm pretty sure. That, was there a guy on the uh, Rod Hull thing? Called Robot yeah. Redford because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm Robot pretty sure I got those two autographs, but not not Mr. Hull or Emu, but I think I got Grub Bags and Robot Redford's autograph oh, okay. when they did a live show at Bent's Park yeah. in South Shields. Yeah. And what I remember well, from the I show, I don't know if you were there, but Dan Ward was there because I think I was either with him or we would just both know we were there. Um, Grub Bags came out. And rushed the audience while singing Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, that's not going to frighten you, is it? She was terrifying, Grop Bags, wasn't she? I wonder what Grop Bags looked like off stage. Yeah, I'm sure she was a very vivacious and pretty woman. That's what I think. Giving <laughs> <laughs> very kind there, but okay. Uh, that, yeah. I mean, without the, the mole and, or the wart or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure she was and presumably not green. Exactly. Let's hope she's not green. I don't think she would be. I mean, you know, a good scrubbing. Give her a good scrubbing, she'll be fine. Gangrenous. <laughs> I had a very similar experience as a young child in the department store bins in South Shields, oh. where I met Darth Vader. Oh, yes. Us. Well, I but also met Darth he Vader is, at Ben's He Park. is the most evil man in the universe. So. He really is. Um, yeah. But is Dave Prowse? Presumably, it was Dave Prowse doing that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But he, I met him in Ben's Park as well. Ben's Park uh-huh. was a scene of, of many a celebrity meet for me. I also met the Wombles there. Um, right. Timmy Mallet was there. Very close. So I met the Cheeky Girls. And that is the best thing ever. Remember when they, they tried to chat us up, the Cheeky Girls? We talked about the Cheeky Girls before. Which was, it's <laughs> bad memories for me because, A, there was a stabbing, and two, <laughs> two a and two. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a small segment of that day when I had one testicle hanging out of my jeans. That I was <laughs> and looking that back is now, a good day. That's that a good a day. Really that's... not good thing to do. Is it? Do you think? Do you think that's why the cheeky girls didn't chat you up and they chatted me up instead? Because of your testicle. Well, it would be the opposite of anything, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you think? But I Do you think meet, that would entice them? I didn't meet the cheeky girl, so did you not? No, because it's it's spurned the advances of Transylvanian pop stars. So, and instead they went off with that Lib Dem harmonica playing freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a man whose name is just a mixed-up Scrabble word. But... It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a guy! At least I think I'm good on him. I say, I mean, you know, getting a cheeky girl, bagging a cheeky girl, right? Didn't he? <laughs> he did all right for himself, didn't he? <laughs> Never hear him now. I would imagine that it that was put paid to his political career. <laughs> <laughs> that he went on think... the he went in the jungle, didn't he? After that, aye, that's right. Uh huh. Aye, uh huh. Aye, I like him though. But just yeah. for the simple fact, well, just for the simple fact that he bagged that cheeky girl, I think, uh, you know, he deserves a lot of credit. That's what I 
I mean, at, at what event did he meet that cheeky girl? Where I think was he, he was at that gig in Shields. <laughs> Probably. The friend, the one. Oh, miss, I'm please, doing the stabbing. Please save me. There's a man with testicle <laughs> on the beach. I don't know what a Transylvanian accent is. Sorry, that's really bad. On the beach. Oh, and, and well, also, no, very, like very handsome Swazi man with the dark hair. <laughs> that was you, <laughs> by the way. That was what, what how we Swazi man? Yeah, that was me. I was calling man. you Swazi, which I think is probably Who does not a have term. the testicle out oh. of the pants. <laughs> that is definitely not a vampire, is it? That was awful. Can we point out? So, would you recommend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, vampires from Transylvania, or every person in Transylvania, apart from the villagers of vampires. <laughs> if you live in a castle, right, in Transylvania, you are a vampire have for ever, sure. Have you ever thought for sure? Children <laughs> of the night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, one, ah, ah, one, one cheeky girl. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Two cheeky girls. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> one testicle. Ah, ah, ah. Um, anyway, one failed politician. <laughs> the the full gamut. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if you were about to say, do I recommend watching Wizard to anyone? No, yeah, I, I would not I revisit it. It is. It's horrible. Uh-huh. It's not enjoyable. It's yeah, really yeah. bad. Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about this. Also, <laughs> there's two bits that we have mentioned. Both Paul Daniels turns a phrase like "Come amongst me, my friends." Yeah. Yeah. He says at one point that uh, "Let me show you a trip trick that will satisfy you, gratify <laughs> you, gratify." Yeah. Should not be used in that context. It should not, especially when it's a carrot that looks like a, a carrot. A children's TV show, and he's produced. Yeah, and, all, and that's the other thing. And, and what's in here? A piece of money. <laughs> a, pe- a piece, a of, piece money. of money. He a says, piece of it. He says, "Is he like a pirate?" He says a piece of money about five times. And then he yeah. says the Debbie Daniels. Um, and what's under here? And she goes, "A coin." <laughs> He says, that's right, another piece of money. <laughs> Why can't you say the word coin? I don't know. My my favorite bit was where he was being led by the Pied Piper like music, like a, a zombie like that. that. That's what I liked. That was my favorite bit. I think he's, that bit was entranced. The bit with yeah. the carrot also starts with a proper wagging his finger in uh, Debbie Daniels' face, like it's quite <laughs> aggressive. Um, yeah. You know what it's for, don't you, Debbie? <laughs> don't you? Say yes. You're going to get the current again. Oh, it's a like blood... we're making light of serious issues here. <laughs> it's a piece of money, no? Has, um, has Debbie McGee, knee Daniels, um, remarried, got into a new relationship? Has she moved on? I don't, I've got no idea, Paul. No idea whatsoever. I mean, I, mean, I hope she's just happy in herself. Is it Debbie Daniels that's the focus of the uh, classic Mrs. Merton line? It's her, isn't it? What what attracted you to Maybe. the... That's right, yeah, you're right. Whatever yeah. it is, small, bald, multi-billionaire, old... Yeah. Um, bald, yeah. Uh, magician, or whatever. That's right, yeah. 
I think it is uh, him, her and Paul Daniels on the receiving end of that bomb. Yeah. <laughs> From the magnificent Carolina Hearn. Yeah, R.I.P. Like I say, I've been watching a lot of the fast show. Um, she's pretty great in that. She's certainly she's great in the Royal man. Family. Um, the Royal Family yeah. is amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. brilliant. And Craig Cash is superb in it as well. I also, I'm yeah. also a big fan of early doors. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Carolina Hearn, fantastic. Like just a lot of tragic. Another tragedy that she uh, that she died. Like, very sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's taking it down a bit. Let's talk this. about evil wizards hats. No, there is an evil version of Wizbit <laughs> in future episodes. What's that? There's an evil whiz- version of Wizbit in future oh, yeah. episodes created by Professor Doom. Is there? Called Badbit. Oh. Right. Anyway. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's crap. It looks crap. There's weird behavior going on. The tricks aren't even that good. And other than the song, which you don't need to watch the show to remember. Yeah. Uh, also, it's a made up, uh, what's it? Ostoposalusalem or something like that is the magic word. Magic word. A lot of the magic words were just anagrams of Paul Daniels' names. Yeah, so there's, again, like I say, a rampant ego out of control. Where's Daniels, yeah. like, off his face on coke at this point or what? Because it's not a very, <laughs> it's not a very cokey show. It's definitely much more like a mushroom, lysergic yeah. kind of show. But Daniels' ego, I'm going to mention him again, is akin uh-huh. to Collins in this period, I would say. Well, they look very similar, don't they? Both. I mean, they look similar. Hair, it might be the same line. person. Maybe they are. Yeah. Maybe they're. Uh, I, I in, think they are the same. Maybe person. they're in cahoots. But... I mean, it's not done in the right way when you think back, like you know, shows like the Magic Roundabout and stuff like that. That was did it properly. No, then. it's like it, a it's bad mix good. of coke and lysergics, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah. it's a bit wacky, but it's uh-huh. very ego-driven. Uh, it's and, sinister. Uh, and I'm, you know, I feel sorry for. Paul Daniels and Debbie Daniels that uh, they both had to live through his his cocaine hell years while they made while he made. <laughs> Imagine the tricks that he was doing when he was wild on cocaine. Yeah, like didn't make any sense. <laughs> I want to saw you up again, love. I want to saw you up. No, Paul, no. <laughs> also, there's be. there's one character played by his son Martin Daniels, the Bog Monster. Oh, is that who that is? Uh-huh. I remember the Bob Monster. Yeah, he has an unlikely uh, New Orleans jazz accent. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's does, actually yeah. Paul Daniels' son, Martin Daniels. What, what What's your opinion of magicians in general? Do you like magicians? I think when I was a kid, it was fantastic. And even when this show, when I started watching this show, I've got a big pang of nostalgia and like a bit of a rush about um, just how exciting I thought like this was magic tricks were magic was when yeah. I was a kid as an uh-huh. adult I think it's just creepy and uh, I, I still like magic mate I, I'm, I still like it yeah but it's not I magic mean, is it you like, very rarely when you grow up you realise it's not magic it's just cleverness yeah, well I mean you, you very rarely see something that amazes you anymore I think Dynamo's amazing I like watching Dynamo we watch Dynamo with a kid and stuff and I like him he's what great about uh, David Blake <laughs> Well, I've got. Uh, I might ask a question about him later on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Aye. but no, <laughs> I, I don't like David Blaine. What he's just a fruitney. Well, why is he different I mean, than Dynamo? Oh, look, I'm in the box. I'm in a box. Yeah. What about um, Darren Brown? What do you think of him? I don't watch much of his stuff. I don't oh, watch. I, I think I've seen very strong you know, against I've, Darren I've, Brown. 
No, I just just said I, I was, I'm more against David Blaine than I am. So Darren Brown. Well, I wouldn't watch Darren Brown, Brown. Does mind tricks on people? I, I just I haven't watched a lot of it, so I'll reserve me judgment for but Darren. You, but Brown. you've had like, like twenty Dynamo. years to watch you. But <laughs> I, I just haven't found the need to go and watch him. That's, that's I'm just surprised answer, that you watch Dynamo, but not Darren Brown. Well, Dynamo's better. That's why. <laughs> it's Don't you think Dynamo's Brown better? Brown and Dynamo. Aye, uh -huh, he does something with a guitar, I think. Oh, no, he guesses, uh, he guesses Ian Brown's new song, the lyrics to his song. He's wrote. Well, but there's one with Rio Ferdinand as well, isn't there? He walks through a window, I think. Is he? I think so, yeah. The other good thing is, if, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, Reeves and Mortimer, when they're doing magic, yeah, and, that's like great. Leeds City yeah, Centre, that's, that's really that's, good. That is the best thing. That's I really like good, that. yeah. Uh -huh. So, what about the American magicians it? we're talking about, other than Blaine? The Copperfields. The Copperfields. Yeah, Copperfields. Yeah, Pens and uh -huh. Tellers. I used to like Pen, Pen and Teller when that was on a Channel 4 at like 10 o'clock. I used to watch that. Who were those two blonde fellas with the wolf? Are they magicians? Or are these uh, two wolf tricks? I don't know what they do. I think one of them was mauled by the wolf. I think, I think it's a tiger rather than a wolf. But yeah, yeah. Is it a tiger, is it? <laughs> what, a, what a trick that is. Well, they, they got what they deserved. They got their just desserts. Um, <laughs> they did. Do you remember, what do you, Jerry Sadovich? He's got to be the greatest. Mm. Remember like bits it? of him. I remember like bits of Bits of him on, again on the channel, on, probably on Penn Teller. Uh, he was on, wasn't he? Odyssey. Jerry Sadovich, he's revisiting. He's an absolute uh -huh. genius. Uh, nice. He, he, well, I'm, I'd rather watch him than the mind man, uh, Mr. Brown. I, I, like, was, like, I'm not, I'm telling people listening to this podcast, do not watch Wizbit. But what I would say <laughs> is go and watch Jerry Sadovich. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Don't watch Dynamo, it's better. Uh, Dynamo, but everybody can watch Dynamo. He's on all the channels all the time. He's a big name. Jerry Sadovich yeah. needs uh, a bit more love. Go, like, watch okay. It. Well, I'll watch a bit of that then. I'll watch What's a bit of that. What's next then, Brett? Well, yeah, we did talk a little bit about the football on Saturday, which uh, depressed the hell out of us because yep. we were beaten by Lully Mansfield. But the good thing was that we got a nice review on what iTunes, didn't we? Um, we very and much that did. Which, cheered up. It did. We were both watching a uh, bit crap stuff. Yeah. And, well, because well, uh, I yeah, was watching was... the match. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody does want to uh, cheer what up because we live very lonely lives and put a nice review on, uh, fact, on iTunes. Somebody wrote a there. song about you, didn't they? He was a bass writer. <laughs> Lots of people wrote songs about me, Cliff. He lives a lonely <laughs> life. <laughs> Leave uh, him an iTunes review. <laughs> <laughs> All that he wants is another beaver. Anyway, <laughs> thank you to the person that's uh, done this. Little Graph. That's the person that's done it. And they've wrote mm -hmm. a very nice thing. So we'll always say that we'll read them out because if you can, you know. Take the time to, to write Who is Little Graph? Who is it? Who knows? Who knows? But I'll read it out now without you interrupting us, I think. Go. Is that... <laughs> I flip and love this podcast. Just so easy to listen to. And I love hearing the two guys talking utter nonsense. Sometimes about things and people I've never heard of. But that's the beauty of it. 
I feel like I grew up with them, watch these TV programs with them and want to watch all future TV programs with them too. Lots of clapping hands at the end. Mm -hmm. Thank you, little mm -hmm. graph. Whoever you are, we'll love you. Yep. Love that. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Anybody else? Yeah. Leave us reviews like that. Brightens up our after like basically that we have uh, we have lovely lives with our with. our wives and, and children. We're fulfilled. But a little review yeah. like that, that's a lovely bonus onto our already happy lives. It certainly is. It really is on the top. Yeah, it is. And really who wouldn't is. want to be the cherry on the top of a of a dense cake? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is uh, if that doesn't get people writing nice reviews, I don't know what so, I'll do a quiz, I'll do a quiz, I'll do, do a your quiz. fucking quiz. Right, it's a magic quiz. I'm doing it, I'm doing oh. it, I'm doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> What is reportedly the most dangerous? Yeah, man, I'm not going to do magic. I'm going to do magic. <laughs> what is this trick? <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could do the elephant. No, I've got the right I don't, not again. Uh, what is, is this trick? I've, you got the, I've got two rings, and I'm going to do <laughs> this with them. What's going to happen? <laughs> I've got a watch. What is going to happen? I put it in a hanky. What's going to happen? <laughs> what is going to happen? What's going to happen? If you had doves, what would happen to the doves? <laughs> You'd turn into Prince. Start yeah. singing. Go on, sorry. Sure. I'll do it, yeah. I'll I'm do amusing it. myself with the, you trying to do tricks and then me trying to think about what the outcome would be. Nice. Sorry. Sorry. What? Sorry, everyone. <laughs> what is reportedly the most dangerous magic trip ever performed, Cliff? I think it is the man in shackles. In a tank of water, and he needs to get the key out of his mouth and undo the thing, and then get out of the tank of water. It's a good guess, but it's the bullet catch, which has claimed twelve lives, reportedly. I mean, that's not a magic trick, is it? That is a <laughs> that is a folly. <laughs> well, it's claimed the life twelve the the twelve people that have died because yeah, of the folly. twelve people who've ever tried it because it's not magic. They're getting fucking shot in the face. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Uh, which 80s TV puppet sent Paul Daniels to the hospital by throwing a pizza in his eye? Pizza in his what? In his eye. <laughs> An 80s TV puppet. Yeah. Threw Went up. over in the 90s as well. <laughs> I'm just, I, honestly, what threw us there? Was a uh -huh. pizza in the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> you can't remember pizzas in the eighties. I, rem I, I remember a, 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 a teenage ninja turtle pizza that had chocolate on it. Yeah, it was chocolate marshmallows. So you could get them in Asda, oh, couldn't you? When the the turtles aye. were like massive, were they? You could get a, a, a like an apple. There was an apple one as well. Aye, disgusting. Um, never had them because we didn't do that in our house. No pizzas. The first time mm -hmm. I had a pizza, actually, I wanted to mention it. The first time I ever had a pizza was yeah. at Adam, Adam Yates's, Yates, uh -huh. I mentioned before, was at his, I think maybe his 14th birthday, maybe 15th, probably 14th. And um, 
we got taken to the Metro Centre to go to Pizza Hut and have a pizza uh-huh. and then we got picked up again afterwards. Um, it was the first time I'd ever had a pizza and I genuinely did not know what to do, like what to order. I, I guess what to order was taken out with hands because the parents probably ordered it yeah. and left. Um, but I, honestly, I was like, didn't know anything about it. First time I'd ever had it. Is it is this because of the Clifford's hatred of the Italians that you, you didn't have there any pizzas? I think <laughs> you'll find it's pronounced eye ties. <laughs> no, yeah. that's a joke. Any Clifford's that are listening? Um, no, we just didn't have any. That's do people think I'm like joking when I say like we didn't have pizza, we didn't have pasta, we had Chinese, Indian, whatever. Until I was mm-hmm. like, like growing up, really, like a teen, a teenager. Some great food, just not that food that we just didn't have. Yeah. It. Just just, more, that wasn't the cuisine that you yeah, had. You yeah, had traditional English dishes. Yeah, mostly, you know, it's like mince and dumplings. Chips, mince and dumplings, fry yeah. ups, all of that stuff. All great food, just not, just we didn't have any of that stuff. So it was only when I was like, uh, I started hanging out with people like 80. Like the turtles. <laughs> you know, when I met that little, <laughs> when I met that rat in the sewer and he said, uh, come and hang out with uh, these four lads, you'll absolutely love them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, though, Cliff, you still don't know what the secret of the ooze is, do you? I've no idea. I don't think I'll ever find out. But it's like, I don't think you will. It's my lifelong mission to find out. What the secret of the ooze is. Oh, anyway, you've skated around this, haven't you? What's what the answer? The what was the question? Peter and Paul Daniels, which... Uh, Emu. Good guess. It was Sooty who did that. So how did he pick up a pizza? He's fucking tiny. I don't know. I've got no idea what he did it. He has, uh, he has something. Sooty. Yeah. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll might go, we might do Sooty at some point. No, I, I hope not. I won't. Well, I won't do it. Well, you're just going to just keep quiet all the way through. So <laughs> next week, it's Sooty. Yeah, I'll be sweeping. <laughs> Hell you will. Uh, <laughs> I'll be I'll be Sue. She was quite for a bear, she was quite sexy. That Sue was well, of course, a Isn't really that weird? tiny bear. She was, yeah. yeah. It is a bit. I mean, she like fits that, around uh, your 50... hand like a glove. That's the good thing. <laughs> 50s housewife bear. Which magician wound up Eamon Holmes on GMTV with an all seen eye drawn she, on his hand? She's down. She's down. <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> It was David Blaine. Amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I know you don't like him, but I think how good is that that he just went on <laughs> and just held his hand up and went, sh- just well, look at the eye. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that winds Eamon Holmes up does go up, you know, in my estimation. I wonder but I wonder whether Eamon Holmes, like fun. outside of the TV studio broadcasting, seems like I think he'd be all right. I just think it's on TV. He comes across as a knob. But I think outside yeah, of that, he'd be all right. Well, yeah. I mean, who's ever going to know? No one. Unless, he, you know, you meet up with him for a nice pizza or Ruth, whatever like that. Ruth would know. Ruth would know, but she always yeah, she's always looked like a bulldog tuna wasp. Uh, she's a strange old relationship, those two, isn't it? Well, there you go. I mean, the less said seems about to it, be. the better. It seems to be from the TV. Strange old from from the outside looking in, yeah. Into the TV, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Which magician and escape artist died of a ruptured appendix on Halloween in 1926, Mr. Clifford? Is it your man, H. Houdini? It is indeed, yes. And if anybody's seen planes, trains, or automobiles, they'll know that that's how Houdini died. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fantastic quote. And also, if you haven't seen planes, trains, and automobiles, why? Absolutely watch it because it's probably the t- one of the top five films ever made. And also it's about Thanksgiving, even though it feels like it's about Christmas because when you're English, you don't yeah. know what Thanksgiving is as a kid. Uh-huh. And it's almost Thanksgiving, so watch it. Yeah, because it's great. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, I mean, incredible. One of the greatest. Those aren't pillows! <laughs> 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 the scene in the car where the turn it is the Wait, devil. It's the devil, that's brilliant. That. That's amazing. I can't see you. <laughs> Her first so baby came out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so much, just it's so quotable. That film is just amazing. Mm. I love that film. Last so one, then, Cliff. Okay, Last one. come on. What are the three parts of a magic trick according to the film The Prestige? Now, I've given oh, you one. Oh, man, I just watched this. I watched this exact bit of this film the other day. Did you? I can't remember what they said. <laughs> <in it. laughs> well, it's uh, the pledge, the turn, and the prestige. Mm, that's, that's the last bit, is. isn't it? The For a bonus point, though, Cliff, can you remember what the magic trick is that they're fighting over? Remember what it's called that they get from Tesla, or one uh... that gets from Tesla? No, I can't. I know it's something to do with a box, isn't it? <laughs> something to do with the box, that's right. It's the, the transported man. That's what it's called. Um, Strange old film, isn't it, at the end? Brilliant film. I love that film. I think Is it's that, amazing. Where does that rank in your Christopher Nolan film, favourite film? It's a good question, that. Um, well, I, I think... My favourite of the Christopher Nolan films is Memento. I think that's the best one. Okay. Um, then the Dark Knight, I think. Okay. We'll Maybe third. <laughs> Maybe third. Where Where does the best Christopher Nolan film, Insomnia, rank in your <laughs> rankings? That is definitely not the best Christopher Nolan it's film. It's fucking brilliant. It's definitely not the best Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> it would It would be last. <laughs> <laughs> just out, just be, it's not the worst, is it? It's not the worst. It is. Film. It is. No chance. Even even following's better than Insomnia. What about the stupid one with the sun? Stupid one with the sun. Yeah. Who's sun? He, he hasn't that, done a. He hasn't done a Bible story. The actual sun. <laughs> <laughs> Who's sun? Has he not done a film about the sun, where they fly into the sun? You mean, oh, you mean the space one? They go in the sun. You don't fly into the sun, man. I thought they were going to the You sun. can't fly into the sun. You try flying into the, the sun, Killian see Murphy. where it gets you. <laughs> no, no, that's not the uh, sunshine. That's that's not the uh, that's not him. What's Interstellar then? What's that one? Interstellar. That, that's about uh, time and. Space. Am I confusing Sunshine and Interstellar into the one yeah. the same film? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sunshine's good anyway. I like Sunshine. That's Danny, Danny Boyle, Boyle, I think it? that one. Yeah, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Right. All right. Uh-huh. I've, I've, I've merged the two. 
You have, you have indeed, you have indeed. But yeah, I like Christopher Nolan anyway. I think he's the best director out there. So, you know. Well, you know you're wrong, but you're welcome to that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Dunkirk. So, yeah. What do you think about Dunkirk? Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. The Amazing. I haven't seen the new one yet. No, well, don't watch it because it'll be fucking terrible. So I bet no. Oh, it won't be fucking terrible. It'll be absolutely amazing. I'm sure of it. Well, what? It'll be absolutely fun. even more confusing than the other one with Leonardo DiCaprio in. Rubbish. Yeah, but that's good. After I love that one as well. What's that you one smell, called? You're not a fan. Inception. Well, yeah, I didn't like that one one bit. Well, I did. I that's did. all right. I think we've established yeah. that we'll I don't like the people don't that, that that make the most successful films. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't normally, but I, I do like uh, Christopher Nolan. I, do, I, I must admit, I think he's he's very much like Hitchcock in the films that he makes and stuff. So I think. <laughs> Obviously, you don't, you know. But what are you going to do? do you, you must like M- Memento. You'd like. I love. That, I you? love. I love Memento. I just think when you talk about Hitchcock, you're talking about an all-time great, and I don't think other than I don't know. In terms of, for me, movies and films are about storytelling, and I think Nolan is more about pushing the boundaries of technology than he is about the story. And I know that's, really? I think that's also a big part of what big films are about. But I just, it's just not what interests me with films. Yeah. I, see, I disagree. I think, uh, you know, these Batman films and stuff like that are very storyline driven. I think that's a massive part of Yeah, but ba- Batman's but, a different well, thing. Right? Disagree. That's a, that's a, Batman's a, a text that he's working from. I think it's the other ones that I've got more of a dislike. That's still, that's, that's still story-driven. It's just the, the twists in them and stuff like that. That's that's where the comparison with Hitchcock, I think, comes from. Well, I'd but rather I, watch I 10 it. Hitchcock films than one yeah. Nolan film. But no, we, dif- we, we, we do agree. We, we differ. We differ. We differ. You That's know, all right. We can go. agree to disagree on that. Of course, we can. Shall we introduce the music? Yeah. So before we get the music, like I said, you can follow us on Twitter at F Circus Pod. You can find us on Facebook. It's the name of the podcast. We're on all of the podcast channels, wherever you find your podcast. But wherever that is, give us a review, a good one, hopefully. Um, whether that's just ranking us on stars, but leave a message. Write something, we'll read it out. Um, yeah, we know lots of you like it. We get lots of good feedback. You stick it on there, it just means more people get to listen to us. We'll we'll end up like shooting up the, the rankings, uh, which is great. Do want to say happy birthday to Yeti? That's why I've one of the reasons I brought him up earlier on. Oh, happy um, birthday! He'll be forty when we uh, when this comes out on Saturday, uh, uh-huh. and. I don't know, Paul Daniels. I think there's a reason I wanted to mention him. Oh, yeah, because I went to see Paul Daniels with my nana and I met Yeti. So our his grandma, his nana and my nana knew each other. That's how we met each other. Um, the first time we ever met, we went to Seaburn Arcades and we played oh, yeah. the Moonwalker Arcades game. Brilliant. 
probably one of the, Excellent. if not well, those, the greatest arcade game ever, but one of them. Yeah, one of them. Those were the arcades that just me, mom and dad would sit us down and pretend that you had put money in. Well, that was... So play the demo. Well, what I liked about that one, I remember that was... Can't have been fifty pence a game. Maybe it was fifty pence ten, a game at that ten. point. It would have been ten. Ten. Yeah. Pence. I remember putting the money in, but I remember still standing and playing with it even after. Yeah, I died. even though I finished. Aye. Yeah. Uh, they were over far too quickly those games. But yes, happy birthday! Well, yeah, if you're shit at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. I hope your bruised bollocks are better. <laughs> there should be by now. That was about 15 years ago. Uh, so happy birthday, AT. <laughs> hope you enjoy the music. I think you will. I think mm. it's a really good song. In fact, it's it one of the, It's a song that kind of felt really nostalgic when I listened to it. It's a new band, but it brought back mm-hmm. kind of mid-90s memories. Uh, so I'm glad that we found these guys. Brett? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really good, this song. I really like it. It's... Uh... It comes from a Belfast band this week mm-hmm. um, called The Coronations. Mm-hmm. And it's like you've mentioned before about a previous song. It's epic, this one. Mm. I really, really like it. It's called The Fight. And it's yep. from the new album. It's all kicking off, which is a great name for an yeah, album. Great name for an album. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's brilliant. But give it a listen and give the rest of the stuff a listen. Because it's great. Yeah, well, here we go with this. It sounds really good. I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, we'll put the link to the stuff in the episode description, like we do every week. Um, and yeah, until next time, see you later. Enjoy the music. Don't watch Wizbit. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.